during the heavy rains uh, that we had uh, recently, we saw more than 60 million gallons of what's known as combined sewer overflow enter Lake St. Clair uh, at a uh, retention basin in St. Clair Shores. We're talking about the Chapitan Retention Basin, if I'm saying that correctly. And uh, with me on the phone is Macomb County Public Works Commissioner Candace Miller, uh, who has uh, basically said that this property needs to be expanded and upgraded. It's over 50 years old. And uh, and something needs to be done to uh, make sure that uh, we don't have as much combined sewer overflow going into Lake St. Clair. How does a retention basin work? Well, here's one thing we need to know in this area, Pat. Uh, whatever we're uh, discharging, combined sewer overflows in our Chapaton retention basin, Oakland County discharges five or six times as much uh, as we do of CSOs, as we are known. Wayne County, uh, I don't even know what the times more would be there. It's, it's, uh, they have a lot of CSOs. And what is known as SSOs, which is not even treated sewage, it's raw sewage after a very, every, a very heavy rain event. So it's something that has literally been going on for decades. But the truth is, Pat, that's really why I ran for this job, because I don't think we need to keep living this way. Somehow, we can't keep passing this on generationally. We need to change the way we're doing business and stop all these CSOs from coming and really despoiling our magnificent Great Lakes. So what it is is you have the older communities, uh, which were built with combined systems. So their sanitary sewer and then their storm water all gets combined. And in a heavy rainfall, uh, that's what ends up being discharged after some bit of permitted treating by the state. In other words, you know, you put a, you give it a shock of a very heavy uh, bleach, chlorine, a, a type of chemical that's essentially chlorine. You treat it, and then you discharge it. Okay, so it's treated before it's uh, discharged into the lake. In our case, yes. As I say, down in Wayne County, that's not always the case. Uh, there's literally billions of gallons of raw sewage that is discharged also after a heavy rain event. So it sounds like we need to distinguish uh, between raw sewage and sanitary sewage. Sanitary is that which has been treated? Well, the CSOs mm -hmm. that are uh, discharged, and let me just speak now in the area that I have jurisdiction, yes. in the Chapaton, they are treated. So what we are doing currently is permitted by the state. They say that what we're doing is good enough. So you have a all this combined system at Chapaton handles St. Clair Shores and East Point. So, you know, again, the older communities, everywhere in Macomb is not discharging this because the newer communities, of course, have, you know, they have improved facilities. They don't have the combined sewers. It's just something that is a holdover from the older communities. And that's, that's true pretty much in all the industrial areas, not even just Detroit, right? And if you go to New York or Philadelphia or, you know, Chicago, they all have these issues, and they've all, they've all been working on them. You, and I say working on them. You have to have the political will. And it's not cheap to either separate your system or increase uh, detention so that you can treat it uh, better before it's all uh, discharged. And that's what we're trying to do at Chapaton. Why haven't you been able to do it? Well, I've, uh, I've had this job for three years. As I say, it's really why I ran for this job. I have to tell you, not to make an excuse, but my first year in office... 
I was sort of taken up with the sinkhole that happened oh, yes. on 15 miles, so I, I had that to deal with. Oh, yes, But now I I'm back on to the CSOs. And, uh, again, it's been going on literally for decades, but we have a two-phase project that is currently under design that will double the amount of retention that we have. So we right now can retain and treat $30 million. We're hoping to go to, you know, we're, we're going to double that, we think. And uh, so we're busy with that. We're trying to put all our finances together. This is a local initiative paid for by the locals. And to tell you the truth, we have run into a lot of resistance from EGL which is our State Department of Environment, that basically says, why do you want to improve on what we are already permitting? Which, in my opinion, Pat, is not the correct posture for them at all. So how would expanding the basin help reduce these overflows? Uh, two phases of this project. One is um, to be able, we're going to install some gates in our existing interceptor, which will allow us to hold the flow back until the wet weather event, uh, whether it's, you know, this heavy rain that we just experienced or snow melt or whatever, until that passes, and then we're able to send it down to uh, a, a proper facility for treatment. Uh, and our other phase is we have a spit of land that goes out into Lake St. Clair that we're going to turn into, we're going to excavate, uh, turn it into sort of a wetlands, if you will, um, and be able to store and treat and then, again, send it down. So you, you'll have a much better uh, treatment of all of this, and we will not have to discharge. In fact, I'll tell you the truth, uh, last year we discharged seven times. If we would have had our project uh, designed and, and all in place, we wouldn't have had to discharge at all. But, you know, it depends on the weather of, of each year. Now, because they've been treated to some degree, uh, do combined sewer flows pose a health risk at all when they enter the lake? Well, the, the Eggle people say no. They say that it's, uh, it's fine, you know, that it's okay. I personally do not believe that. I think that's the wrong posture. Why do you want to have anything that's in there, whether it's treated or not? Wouldn't it be better not to be discharging it out into the lake? It's still, um, it's, it's still sewer. It's still sewer. So it's, you know, let's say that you're in your pool. I hate to use this example, <laughs> but you're in your pool. You have a lot of chlorine in your pool. Well... You know, <laughs> I guess I don't have to spell it out too clearly here, mm -hmm. but you don't want stuff in your pool that shouldn't be in there, right? Right. And, uh, and in this case, we are. I think what has happened over the years is um, there's been a lot of improvements to sewer overflows into the lake, but we're nowhere near uh, complete with our job. And as I say, we can't just pass it on generationally. It's very expensive. I appreciate your interest in the subject, Pat, because I don't think people even realize really what's going on. And that's part of what I'm trying to do is raise public awareness so that the public is saying, look, this is, we, as I say, we just don't have to live this way. We have to have the political will. We have to put some resources toward this, but we need to be fixing these problems so we don't continue to have CSOs going in the lake. I sit on the Great Lakes Commission which is comprised of the eight Great Lakes states in the two Canadian provinces, and many of the states don't allow any CSOs. That's not what's happening in Michigan. Now, I have spoken with uh, Scott Dean from the Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy. Uh, he told me that uh, Eagle is committed to working with you on this and shares the goal of reducing combined sewer overflows, but he raised a couple of questions. Uh, for example, could you reduce treated discharge by installing more green infrastructure, such as wetlands upstream, rather than increasing storage space at Chapaton? We, we plan to do all of that. I look at this as a layered approach. It's not all or nothing. 
And so we are actually uh, doing some other green infrastructure things. We're very committed to green infrastructure. I just, I'll give you an example. It's not Chapaton, but in a, in a major drain that drains Sterling Heights, almost all of Sterling Heights, we just finished a $2 million project, uh, which is uh, all green. In other words, we have planted, uh, you know, a thousand trees and um, uh, done different kinds of uh, uh, plantings all over. That's what they call green infrastructure. And that takes sedimentation out. It takes out nitrogen, phosphorus, which all ends up in the in the lake anyway. So I'm totally committed to green. But that's not going to be enough uh, for this uh, down at Chapaton. If we did all the green infrastructure we could, you could it, maybe move the needle a point. The project apparently includes uh, plans for uh, a park uh, and, a, and a boat ramp uh, nearby. Uh, I looked at the artist rendering that uh, your office sent out. It does appear that there are some sort of walking platforms around the canal that leads or the canal that would lead from the basin to the lake. It also looks like there's a, a, a marina of some sort adjacent to, to the property. Are those things already there? Well, the marina is actually the adjacent property, so it's not our property, ah, okay. but that does exist. And, of course, they are all totally on board and, and are very supportive of this project because they don't want all this discharge going into their marina every time it rains. So um, we have tremendous support. I would just say that, first of all. Every every county commissioner in Macomb, the city councils, the uh, every uh, state rep and state senator, and our federal uh, congressional delegation is all on board with our project. So it's we're sort of standing here looking at Eggle going, seriously? I mean, citizen groups, they're all in favor of this. Now, in regards to the artist rendering you talked about, yes, we intend to have, we want to try to optimize that spit of land so that it could be utilized for people to fish along the uh, uh, southern shoreline there. We also want that boardwalk walk because, Pat, Part of this is how we educate the next generation, when I talk about generationally, right? So we would like to develop some curriculum there so you could have a lot of these environmental classes coming out of the, the high schools, the colleges, you know, what have you, to come out and we could talk to them about what they're actually looking at, how this particular system works, why it's important that we properly treat all of this, why we really need to look to how we can uh, at some point make sure we don't have any more CSOs and how important it is for our Great Lakes and water quality. Everything we're doing is toward an, uh, an eye toward quality of life and improving water quality. But would it be safe to have those boardwalks uh, so close to a large open sewage lagoon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, because, look, most of the time that thing's not going to be full anyway because it dewaters. It would dewater in a day, day and a half, even after this heavy rain that we had over the weekend. In a, in a day or so, it would be completely dewatered. So, uh, you know, there'll be – and so we're working with landscape engineers for the kinds of uh, fauna and everything that we need to put in there that could survive when it gets uh, all the water in there. But, uh, yes, we, I, mean, I think we can do it in a totally safe way, in a totally safe way. The truth is we're already – we have a canal that goes out there right now where people are they, – they could access it. But, I mean, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a canal that serves as a retention basin, but they're already – people can go right there. And we've never – because of the treatment and the way that we have it, there will be no risk at all to public health, believe me. So how much would this project cost? Uh, would it cost taxpayers uh, any additional money? 
The cost of it will be about $30 million is what we're guesstimating. We, you know, you never know until you actually bid it out. Both phases, the two phases. I've actually gotten uh, contributions for about a third of that already. Uh, the state, believe it or not, has already contributed $3 million. And uh, and yet here's the state agency saying now, well, I don't know if we don't think we want, we, you know, they're not, they they don't want to permit this thing, I guess. But we're working with them, um, and uh, we've gotten money from uh, a local community. I mean, Macomb County put in two million dollars because they think it's their priority infrastructure projects, and the rest will have to be paid for by the ratepayers with a long-term bond issue. We think we've worked the numbers out so that it w will not be an increase in the uh, sewer rates. So, we're, I mean, financially, we've really looked at this thing.